You're listening to Campfire Radio. The why, when you grab that why, that why never changes. The what and the how, oh, they can, yeah, they're, exactly. they're, they can go with the wind, whatever. But that why should never, once you get it, it's like you got to be like a pit bull. Like you got to just grab it and you've got to kill me to get me off of it. You know, and it, I know for me, it took a while to get to that spot because, you know, I'm human, especially when you when you see your why and you see how big it is and you get a glimpse of what it could possibly do for the world, the dent that it could put in the universe. It is scary. It is absolutely scary. And what I love about what you guys are doing is you're addressing the fear part of it. Like you're not shying away from you're not presenting a bunch of people who are saying, oh, this is me, I'm great. I've been here and I've worked with these brands and I'm great. And you can eventually be great too. And I never tell you the steps in between. Right. I never tell you that in my 15 years of, you know, in the creative industry that I've actually been laughed at, that I presented a portfolio to a place and the guy at the front desk, not even the person I was supposed to be meeting with, the guy at the front desk laughed at me and told me I'd never work in the city of New York to go back home to where I came from because I didn't, I couldn't cut it here. I've been the guy who on paper, I don't qualify. I've been that guy over and over again, been that guy. I've been the guy who got a job not knowing how to use a particular program and had to stay up the night before my first day of work so that I could learn it and had to learn on the job, had my book in my desk so that if I ran into a problem, I could flip it open really quickly and try to figure it out. I've been that guy. I've been the unqualified. I've been the underqualified. I've been scared. I've woken up in the city. I've woken up. I used to live in Long Island City. I've woken up and looked out of my window at Manhattan and had a panic attack because it seemed too big for me to do. Like, I've been that guy. So I'm glad that you guys are addressing those things like because it's extremely scary. You're going to doubt yourself. You might doubt yourself every single day for a year, two years, whatever the case may be. But that's why you have to get a why. Like, when I was in the creative services industry that I'm, you know, that I'm transitioning out of, my why was there. My why was, I am going to be a great designer in New York. This is what it's going to be. It's just been such an interesting thing, but that why always kept me. That why kept me through the panic attack. That why kept me through when the guy laughed at me. Funny story about the guy that laughed. I actually got to do design for the firm that he was representing when they went bankrupt a number of years later. So it's interesting how these things happen. I would have never had that moment had I quit, had I decided that, you know, I'd, I'd had enough. Maybe this is not for me. My why, your why is your anchor. It really is your anchor. And there's no way, there's no way that you can, like, I can shift. The wind can take me wherever I need to go. But if I'm anchored, if I'm rooted in this thing, if my why is that significant to me, and if it means something to me, then at that point, man, there, I, I'll, I'll get, I'll get where I need to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. My last question, how does someone kind of Find, define, and articulate their why from your perspective. I, I, I have an exercise that I did, and, and hopefully, hopefully it worked for somebody else. You close your eyes, and you clear your mind. And you imagine yourself in the home that you've always wanted to live in. You imagine yourself next to the person you've always wanted to be with. It could be, even if it's a celebrity, whatever. It's your, this is your mind. It's your vision, whatever. Right? You get up out of bed. You get yourself ready for the day. You eat what you've always wanted to eat, what your favorite thing is. And then you, you get into, you leave the house, you kiss your spouse, you leave the house, you get into the car that you've always wanted to get into, and you drive. And you're driving in whatever city you want to be in. You get to a big building. with There's no sign on the outside of this building, right? 
you get to this building, you get out, you hit the alarm on your car, you're happy, you're dressed the way you want to dress, you had a great morning, and you walk into the building, you open the door. Imagine what's in that door. Whatever makes you happy, just imagine what that is. Even if it, it doesn't make sense, because a lot of people will, this is where this is where your subconscious will come in and where that, that your, your negative limiting beliefs will come in and say, oh, well, you can't do what you want to do for a job. That's crazy. There's a person who gets paid to give hugs. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> so you open the door to this building and there's something awesome inside. It's just touching millions of people, whatever it is. Whatever that thing is, whatever it is that you love in your life, it's right in there. That's how you. Find, that's how I found my passion. That's how I found it the first time with the creative pursuits. And, and let me say this, the creative pursuits aren't going away. They are a tool that I'm going to use for my new per for that purpose. Because I'm designing everything, I'm making sure visually everything is great, and at least you know it's gonna look it's gonna look as good as it is. But yeah, whatever that whatever that thing is, it's inside that building is that is is that key to what it is that your why is in life, like what your purpose is. So I did this with one lady, and she said, you know, it's it, she's like, I, it's just it's taking care of horses. And I said, okay, well that's then maybe that is maybe maybe it's horse care i don't know she, and you could immediately see that she was struggling she was like but i can't do that as a job yes you can you could create horse shampoo but whatever it is has to feed feed your general purpose like i like amy i like what you said you guys feel like super glue is what you're put here to do we are all put here to do something and it's not the same thing. Like, dude, I'm not, dude, I'm not Jay-Z. I don't rap. That's not my thing. I'm not put here for that. He's put here for that. That's great. I need to worry about finding out what I'm put here for. So yeah, that's, that's, that's how I do it. That's how I've done it with people, for people, for myself. And, and, and it works pretty well. So just, it's like, what are you getting up and doing every day for the rest of your life? Like if I get up and there's a huge editorial staff finding stories, profiling really great men, um, and researching some of the greatest inspirational quotes, and we're setting up retreats for men to go and be better men. They go in one way, and they come out a unified group, and their their dinners across. I mean, that's the kind of stuff where you wouldn't be able to make me stop smiling at that point. So, yeah, that that's 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 how I would do it. Thanks for listening to Campfire Radio.